Hey guys, welcome to the Gouache Universe podcast. I'm your host, Gouache, that comic book artist that discusses comics, movies, science fiction, and pop culture news, all while changing the universe, one subject at a time. So uh, we got a lot to talk about this week. Whew. Man, there's some interesting stuff that dropped this week that uh, we got to get into and break it down. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss out on all the subjects that's going to be coming up, you know, in the coming weeks in regards to pop culture and comics and all other type of movie news. Uh, so without further ado, let's get right into it. So the first bit of news that we have to talk about, Superman. Now, Superman was really big in the news this week, and you know we got to talk about it here. Um, but first, we're going to talk about Superman and Lois, the new TV show that debuted on the CW this week. Now, I got to admit, just out the gate, I came into this thing with my nose frowning. You know, I, I wasn't expecting it to be good. You know, I'm not really a fan of the, the actor that portrays Superman. Nothing against him personally. It's just I just didn't think that he... I don't know. He just wasn't the right fit. I just didn't see him as Superman for some reason. Some reason it, it didn't click. So, I mean, like I said, I came into this thing with my nose frowning in the air. I mean, I mean, you would almost think that I was at a public stall during Mardi Gras or something. My nose was frowning so hard. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, as I began to watch the show, man, I actually liked it. It was pretty good. You know, I mean, that frown slowly turned into a smile. You know, I just couldn't stop smiling throughout the entire episode. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I thought that the not only was the special effects good, I mean, I, I wasn't expecting the special effects to be so good, you know, during this uh, during this show. I mean, I don't know, maybe they, they spent their entire budget in the pilot. I don't know, maybe the rest of the season will be kind of, you know, uh, you know, paper cheap uh, special effects. <laughs> But um, I was I was impressed with the flying effects and, you know, all the, the special effects in the show. But not only that, I like the story, too. I like this new uncharted, uh, quote unquote, uncharted territory um, that they're taking Superman in, you know, with him having a family and everything. And um, not only that, his, his children are grown. I thought the kids would be, you know, uh, you know, young, you know, like maybe 10 or 11 or something like that. But they're like, you know full grown teens, you know, in high school. I think, I think they're, I think they're in high school, either freshman year or of high school. But, um, but I liked it. I liked the, the characters. I liked, you know, I liked the different take on, uh, well, I don't, I won't give away any spoilers, but, um, the villain of the show, um, I'm curious about, uh, what direction they're going to take, uh, that, uh, character in, um, is it an alternate reality? Is it this reality? I don't know. Is it a fallout from, uh, the crisis, you know, the crossover that we had on with all the other uh, Arrowverse shows. I don't know, but um, but I liked it. I really liked uh, I liked this new take. Um, you know, it's uh, I think the pacing of the episode was it was it kept you engaged. I mean, I was like on the edge of my seat the entire episode. You know, I went from smiling to you know to being like really tense. You know, and wondering what's going to happen next to. You know, just really impressed. And, you know, I'm I'm curious and anxious to see, you know, further what's going to happen in this uh, show, in this season. It, it looks like it's taking a slightly different direction than the Supergirl show, um, which is a good thing. Um, but uh, and I like the Supergirl show, you know, but I like 
the direction this show is taking. And, you know, I'm anxious to see what characters they're going to bring in. Or again, they're going to use the same characters from the Arrowverse. Um, you know, because Lex Luthor has already been established in that universe uh, with John Cryer, you know, taking on the role of Lex Luthor uh, for the for the Arrowverse. So I want to are they going to bring him in to it? You know, um, what's that going to be? Are they going to use some of the same villains from the Supergirl show? Or are they going to bring in more classic villains from, you know, Superman lore? You know, I'm I'm anxious to see that, you know. So but like I said, I was pleasantly surprised, you know, I. Like I said, my nose was frowning harder than a daggone, uh, I don't know, uh, a chipmunk. Does, does chipmunks uh, frown their nose up? You know, I know they squinch their nose or whatever, but uh, <laughs> but I liked it, you know, so I'm anxious to see what's going to happen next. So. Now, the next story regarding Superman is coming from Deadline. Um, now, Deadline reports that, let's see what it says here. Superman reboot in the works at Warner Brothers with Ta-Nehisi Coates writing, J.J. Abrams producing. Now, it goes on to say that, uh, let's see, Deadline has confirmed that author Ta-Nehisi Coates is writing a Superman reboot featuring a uh, feature for Warner Brothers and DC which J.J. Abrams is producing under his Bad Robot label. Um, goes on to say, Hannah Mangella will serve as producer. No plot yet and no attachments, despite the fact that we've heard how Henry Cavill is eager to get back into the cape. Uh, now to that, I say this. What the H is going on here? What the heck is going on here? <coughs> oh, sorry. Oh. <coughs> What is going on? I mean, you already got a Superman. You've already got Henry Cavill, who's ready, willing, and able to continue in the role of Superman. I don't understand this at all. I mean, I'm just kind of lost. I don't understand. You know, this reminds me of, you ever been in a bad relationship where the you're the one that's doing everything and the other person is doing nothing? You know what I mean? It's like you're doing everything right to you know move things along and the other one is just leading you on like on a leash that's what i feel that warner brothers is doing to my main man henry cavill man i mean this is just a travesty what's going on with with this superman situation first of all man of steel was the best dc film to me in my opinion that was the best dc film post christopher nolan um hands down i mean man of steel was perfection even with the next snap thing that whole controversy i still love that film and this is coming from someone who loved the original Christopher Reeve uh, film. And I thought that was one of the uh, greatest superhero films of all time. And I didn't uh, I didn't think that, you know, that Man of Steel was going to outdo that. But somehow it didn't outdo it, but it was different. It was a different take on it. And I loved it. And so he Henry Cavill was a great Superman. So I don't understand why they aren't moving forward. With the Man of Steel 2, I mean, I get it. If you want to not go with Zack Snyder, fine. If you want to get another director or whatever. But, I mean, you've got a great Superman. I mean, everything after Man of Steel is not Chris, uh, um, Henry Cavill's fault, really. I mean, you can't blame him for, you know, the plots and the story. I mean, he's still a great Superman. He still delivers a great performance as the character of Superman. And with the right writers 
you know, the right director, producers and everything, we can get a, a magnificent Man of Steel 2. So I don't know. At this point, I don't want to jump the gun because I don't know if they're going to continue using Henry Cavill. It's just a reboot with Henry Cavill or are they going to option to reboot it without Henry Cavill, which is, I think, the dumbest thing ever. I mean, you got an actor who's pretty much the embodiment. Everybody likes Henry Cavill. You know, everybody thinks he's a great Superman for the most part. You know, why not just continue with that and just turn in a great script and a great story and go from what you that base that you already have. So I'm confused. I don't know what's going on uh, over at Warner Brothers, man. I mean, you know, I, at this point, I'm just like, I mean, they just it seems like they're just throwing things at the wall, hoping that it'll stick. You know, whatever just sticks, you know, uh, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I just I love Man of Steel so much. That movie was just it was great. It was a wonderful film. I mean, the music, the story, the the acting, the the, the plot, the the character development, you know, the pacing, everything about that film was great. And I was so looking forward to them continuing with that storyline. You know, even if they wanted to, you know, exclude, you know, Batman v Superman and uh, Justice League, you know, and just continue on from the plot lines, you know, started in Man of Steel, you know. I would have been happy with that. So I don't know. This news just just came out of left field. And um, I don't know. I'm not happy about this. Not one bit. I mean, if they if if Henry Cavill is out, then at that point, I might be out. You know, um, I don't know what else to say about that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully he's in. But we'll see in the coming uh, months or so what they announce. Whew. Okay, now that I've had a chance to calm down a little bit, um, <laughs> uh, the next uh, news comes from Entertainment Weekly, and uh, well, it's all over the internet. But um, Spider-Man, uh, we've got a new title for the uh, the new Spider-Man film with uh, Tom Holland. Um, it's going to be called. Uh, let's see. After trolling fans with several fake announcements, Tom Holland, Jacob Batalon. And Zendaya, I hope I said that name right, but Batalon, Batalon, uh, Jacob Batalon and Zendaya have unveiled the actual title for the third Spider-Man movie. And the title will be called Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, it's a good, I mean, you know, it's keeping in uh, tone with the theme of the entire franchise. You know, uh, you know, we had a uh, Spider-Man Homecoming was the first one which was a different take on the Spider-Man title uh, that nobody really expected. Then we had Spider-Man Far From Home. And so now we have Spider-Man No Way Home. And uh, <laughs> in context with all the rumors that's going around about, you know, this Spider-Man film being a, a multiverse film and uh, kind of tying into uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. And, you know, we've getting all these different rumors we don't know if there's if it's true or not but we're getting all these rumors about everybody coming back to reprise their roles from you know previous spider-man films um no way home makes sense you know uh where is he that he can never go home again you know um <laughs> uh, so you know i gotta say about this uh this new tr trilogy man this this spider-man film this is my this is my trilogy as far as spider-man goes because that first the first two Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, they were okay. I mean, the thing that threw me off about that was some of the decisions and uh, 
uh, I don't know, the creative decisions that, that they made. You know, for example, uh, the Green Goblin. Um, oh, my goodness. I hated that suit. I mean, it just reminded me of the power a Power Rangers villain. You know, I mean, you know, different content, different show, different context. You know, I mean, Power Rangers is its own thing. And I like that for what that is. But this is its own thing. And this should have been it shouldn't have he shouldn't have looked like a Power Rangers villain. You know, I thought it would have been great to have, you know, the Green Goblin in that scary, that scary mask. You know, it would have been looks so much more horrifying. And so the thing that gets me excited, excited about this new Spider-Man and with these teases of everyone coming back to, you know, reprise their roles. You know, uh, we've gotten a tease that, you know, maybe Willem Dafoe may come back to reprise, you know, the Green Goblin. And so I'm excited because I know under Kevin Feige, I know that we might be able to get an almost screen accurate or practical looking uh, Green Goblin appearance, you know, and this would be a great opportunity to redeem that character's appearance for me, you know, for me personally. Um, so I'm excited about this trilogy. I mean, I, I like, you know, the original uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. That was just like amazing to me. I was just like, wow, this is really good. I really enjoyed it, you know, and then Far From Home, that was a great one, entry, as far as sequels go. And now this one, I'm really excited to see how they wrap up this storyline. You know, hopefully Tom Holland continues in the character, you know, uh, you know, post this film, you know, because we still got to have that, uh, that Venom crossover, you know, uh, with Tom Hardy somehow. I don't know how they're going to make that work. But um, but I'm excited about this, uh, this trilogy, man. I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. And I know this is supposed to conclude you know what was started in homecoming um but uh that's a great title you know uh no way home you know uh, when we left off you know his world was being shattered uh you know so uh we'll see you know we'll see uh you know what what plot lines this title evokes Okay, uh, let's see. This last story comes from comicbookresource.com, and it is in regards to G.I. Joe. Uh, let's see what it says here. Um, it says, a G.I. Joe solo spinoff series centered on Lady J is currently in the works at Amazon from the showrunner and executive producer of Carnival Row. Um, now I, I'm not familiar with Carnival Row. Um, I haven't seen that one, um, but I have seen those GI Joe films, and uh, uh, I mean I'm excited about this. Um, hopefully they get uh, Adrian Palicki. I mean I liked her. I mean you know I don't have anything against uh, the actors who portrayed the characters. It's just the plot line and the story was just very I don't know just off to me. And um, so maybe um, let me see what else does it say here? It says Lady J is reportedly set to headline her own solo G.I. Joe live action series in Amazon. According to Deadline, Lady J will be a standalone spinoff with ties to the larger G.I. Joe universe. Hmm. So does that mean is it going to be tied to the larger established universe? You know, the ones that have already been established in the in the two films, G.I. Joe and also G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra, you know, or is it going to be in the expanded universe of an entirely different 
uh, a reboot or whatever. So I don't know. I mean, if it's going to be in the existing universe, then I think it would benefit them to bring, you know, Adrienne Palicki back um, because she she does fit the fit the description of Lady J, you know, just based on, you know, my knowledge of G.I. Joe from the cartoon and, and the comics and things. I mean, she definitely got that look uh, like a Lady J. <laughs> I don't know what that look is, but um, but yeah, I think she did a great job as you know, uh, acting the character. I just think the the story and the plot line was not up to par. But um, so that's that's interesting. I'm I'm really uh, interesting, you know, interested to see where uh, this story goes and you know how fast they're going to move on this one. Um, so I'll be looking for any information on this in the near future in regards to you know. Um, casting news, uh, production, start date, you know, uh, showrunners. Well, I need the first thing I probably need to do is research by looking at the sh uh, show Carnival Row. Um, uh, I haven't uh, seen that show, so I don't know if it's good, bad. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but this is good news. I mean, I, I'm interested. I, I love G.I. Joe. I grew up watching G.I. Joe. Um, the cartoon was the entry point for me, entry point for me. So and I like Lady J, you know, I like all the characters and I think that's a great character to uh, do a solo film on. Each of those characters can have a solo film, you know, I mean, the G.I. The Joe universe is so rich and broad and and very expansive, you know, that, you know, you can do a solo film with each of those characters and, and somehow incorporate it into a larger universe, you know, and have them all come together. Now, that would definitely benefit. Uh, from a shared cinematic universe, you know, the entire G.I. Joe uh, group of characters. So excited about this. This is good news. So we'll see in the, uh, the coming weeks. I always say this. We'll see in the coming weeks or months ahead. But uh, I guess we definitely will see. You know, um, this is the first announcement. Well, at least the first time I'm hearing about it. Um, but it's good news. It's good news so far. Okay, guys, thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Gouache Universe podcast. I appreciate you sitting through my rant on uh, <laughs> on the uh, Henry Cavill reboot of Superman, uh, so to speak. Uh, whew, man, that thing just got me all tore up, all in a, a frenzy. I'm, I'm really holding back on what I really want to say, but uh, whew, that thing had a brother messed up, you know, so... Uh, Anyway, I thank you for uh, sticking with me in this uh, episode. Um, be sure to, uh, once again, to subscribe to the Gouache Universe channel. Um, there's going to be more events coming in the future, and you know I'm going to talk about it. Um, also, i got to be sure to tell you to make sure you pick up my first graphic novel, which is in digital stores right now in the Comixology app. So basically, just go to your Comixology app and download the comic, The Native Quest. Um, it's a great story, great art, great characters. You'll love it. And also, you can find me on all of the interwebs, just at Gouache Universe. And you can find me there, too. And, you know, it'll be more of the same. Um, so anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And make sure you, once again, stick around in the future. And until next time, I'll see you in the universe. <laughs>